Boys and girls, welcome to A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, episode 82. This is the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Scardian. As always, I am joined by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters. Welcome back, everybody. Yes. We are here. We are physically present. Great. I am glad we are bringing the energy and setting the tone early for what was a light, light, light week (laughs) of Pokemon news. Pokemon really enjoyed their holiday break. (laughs) It was like, everyone get out of the office, go eat a turkey, don't do anything involving Pokemon. So, Uh, yeah. So, uh, if you're new to the show, just really quick, obviously we talk about Pokemon stuff. We talk about the the games uh, in every variation and variety that they they come in. Uh, We talk about the anime, we talk about uh, Pokemon stuff. So if you like Pokemon, buckle in, keep all hands and feet inside the tram at all times, and away we go. Uh, I'm going to start with what was a, an interesting, interesting video, because we, we actually talked about this just a few weeks ago when this Pokemon came up in the Pokemon Fact of the Week, which we do every week at the end of the show, and that is Kadabra. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the fun facts about Kadabra was they basically have not made a Kadabra card in 20 years because a, magis- a magician uh, flipped his lid about it and thought a Pokemon mesmerist, company. a mesmerist, yes. Sorry. calling you him a magician. Get his get title. You dude. Yes, the dude you gotta is... get his title right. <laughs> right. So, so Ur- Yuri Geller mm-hmm. was the mesmerist who 20 years ago got real upset at the Pokemon company for Kadabra's design uh, of him holding the the two spoons and having them bent because that was his shtick. And still is to this day. And still is. I mean, who knows, though, for making that his shtick for 20 years? (laughs) Uh, Who knows, you, you know, so Yuri Geller is actually, like, a very well-known, like, he, yeah. mm-hmm. he's, like, yeah. you know, like, he had a very infamous uh, infamous appearance on um, one of the late-night shows. I think it was, like, the Johnny Carson show or something like that, mm-hmm. where basically so. he got, like, ripped to shreds because he, you know, did the whole, sp- he, he does the whole spoon-bending shtick, which is literally just him moving him th- his thumb and bending the spoon, but he claims it's with psychic powers. So, in Japan... The uh, Abra line all have names that kind of are similar to various magicians or mentalists. Um, you know, um, like for instance, uh, Alakazam is Fudin um, in, um, in, in over, over in Japan, which is uh, like based off of Harry Houdini. Um, mm-hmm. They don't sound alike, but when you look at the spellings, you're like, okay, they changed one letter. And, uh, and, Kadabra's name is like is very similar to Yuri Geller's name, so it is very likely that the the the, the Pokemon was a deliberate like homage. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so uh, because and so Yuri Geller is also infamously like Sue Happy. Um, he's very he's very litigious. Yes, and so he 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 straight up sued the Pokemon Company. Um, and because of that, while they, you know, didn't have to stop using Kadabra in the games, they did stop publishing Pokemon cards because for whatever reason, that was where the, the Flashpoint seemed to be at. He th- felt mm-hmm. he was entitled to a, a portion of the sales of Kadabra cards, which is 
utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but because of this, there was a there the the Pokemon company has straight up said, just yep. didn't hasn't hasn't made a card. They've made Abra cards. They've made Alakazam cards. Like in Vivid Voltage, there is a Vmax Alakazam, and it is amazing. Like I I'm half convinced that the reason why we've gotten all of these like cards where it's like you can throw down like a Blastoise immediately, like without having to evolve it. Um, is is because of you know figuring out ways to get Alakazam <laughs> into get the game Al- without Kadavra because like Al- Alakazam always appears as uh-huh. as one of these cards like he was an yeah. EX card he was a V card you know he he gets all these different cards and mm-hmm. you know they're 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 basically designed to to get get Alakazam out onto the, and uh, other times it's like Abra has a special ability that allows him. To um, you know, evolve to Alakazam instead of without the <laughs> use of a cadaver card. I mean, they have found some creative ways of getting Alakazam in there because Alakazam's a pretty popular psychic type Pokemon. Um, mm-hmm. It's also got a, I mean, it's a cool looking Pokemon too. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. You know, so uh, you know, Yuri Geller uh, apparently got contacted by uh, the Gamer, which is a website. And, you know, Yuri Geller claims, and again, we have to take this as a grain of salt because it's coming from Yuri Geller, that he has, you know, graciously contacted Nintendo um, and told them that they are allowed to start printing cadaver cards once more. So that, that, is, that is kind of like the gist of the story, is he, he has commented via email that he has given the Pokemon company permission. We have no idea like no. how he went about that and whether the Pokemon company even knew that up until like this story started making the, uh, making the rounds. Yeah. Here's, yeah. here's, here's what I bet happened. Pokemon cards have skyrocketed in value recently. I don't know if you know that. I've not heard of that. <laughs> I, 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 I am <laughs> What are we talking stunned. about? Like they're worth like $50 or what? I don't know if you know that, but they're pretty pricey. There haven't been many cadaver cards. And I bet you that Yuri Geller was like, oh, I have been missing out. There are no cadaver cards for me to cash in on. Not, the, not that there are cadaver cards to cash in on. But right. so it's I'm, interesting. But, but in I his saw statement, that on. Go ahead, Megan. I was going to say, it's interesting. I saw on Twitter as soon as like he announced that and in several like, prolific pokemon like web web hosts and like um like youtubers and stuff like that they reached out and were like oh well in celebration of this would you like to like sign some cadaver cards and <laughs> give those out and yuri geller was like no <laughs> i want nothing to do with this i want nothing to do with this and i was it's, like well it, it's interesting though because he, he did also say that you know part of his reason was um you know pokemon obviously is is a major franchise and, and so big. And so he's got grandchildren now who have no idea the history behind, you know, Yuri and the Pokemon company or whatever. And he wants to be able, you know, he sees the joy that his grandchildren have and wants to make sure that everyone can, can experience Kadabra in a way that everyone did. His, so. his 10 year old grandkid probably called him a jerk for doing this. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I can't believe you did that. That, well, it's kind that, of like was, you. that was the Thanksgiving Zoom. That was yeah. the conversation. <laughs> the virtual Thanksgiving dinner was basically, Grandpa, 
I still don't have a cadabra card. And he's like, well, Sonny, did you know? And then all of a sudden, all hell broke loose. Do you, um, do you remember when Gene Simmons found out that Obstagoon was a thing that existed? Uh, and like, oh, on, that was on, hilarious. And on Twitter, he's, he was literally like, what is this? Like, <laughs> are, like, excuse me? And then like 12 hours later, he like releases a statement and he's like, the Gene Simmons family has always loved the Pokemon franchise. <laughs> yeah. We are happy to have Obstagoon, you know, represent, you know, Gene Simmons in the franchise. This will be our only comment about this. And yeah. I just, like, I, like yeah. these these kinds of homages, I like like I get everyone, you know, everyone's different, right? Or whatever feels a bit differently. But like to me, that kind of homage. Mm-hmm. That's pretty freaking cool. Like this is a this is a yeah. brand and a legacy that will last forever. And oh, like yeah. and even if you are I mean like look, Gene Simmons's legacy is not going anywhere, right? Like so if if something like Obstagoon or whatever brings more people to figure out, you know, what Kiss was, then that only helps, man. So yeah. I I I will say this. Okay, and you know, I I, I look at this. I I'm reminded of, you know, as as I'm sh- if you follow me on Twitter, uh, you probably know I am a big, um, uh, you know, Ohio sports fan. I remember back in 2016 when, you know, uh, the Cleveland Cavs were, you know, on their road to winning the championship. And, you know, they started making all these, like, you know, Attitude Era WWE references. And so the WWE, it's like, you know, this this is great. You know, this is a great cross-promotional chance for us. Um, so they sent out the Undertaker. Just random. The Undertaker literally randomly shows up in costume at a game, and he wanted to get a picture with LeBron. And Le- LeBron's mm-hmm. like, uh, "Yeah, I'm not doing that. Like, why are you? Like, I'm not going to let you try to cash in on my image without my permission. Like, that's that's yeah. my brand. And so, you know, I I get it to some extent. Like, don't get me wrong. I personally think it's cool. But on the other hand, like, I do see the 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 flip side to it, where it's like. You know, the Nintendo has no problem suing all these, you know, That's all these true. people, mm-hmm. you know, for making Pokemon knockoffs. Yeah. So you know, like I and don't get me wrong, like I don't have any problem with like Obstagoon or Kadabra, and I don't, I, I don't know how it would work in Japanese court, but in America, you know, there's there's no way that you'd you'd win those lawsuits. But I can yeah. see why if you're if you're somebody who is known for your image and then you know suddenly there is a fox version of you that people can beat up on um yeah like i get it i i I do well i I think also too there's that you know you know the line between like parody or like i feel like if or i'm more surprised i don't think like any it's printed anywhere or anywhere that like you know uh, you know that like that disclaimer that is usually found. That's like any uh, resemblance mm-hmm. to real or live, or, you know, living or dead people is totally by coincidence or whatever. Because it's uh, not by coincidence. <laughs> you can't make that statement. <laughs> for God's sake, just wait. Just yeah. wait until later on today. We will have another a Pokemon of the a Pokemon fact of the week, which references another real life person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I'm just curious uh, that the Pokemon company will actually make more Kadabra make cards. More Kadabra I would cards. be, I, if, if I, they, I would be very surprised if they do because after that I feel like they just want nothing to do with this whole situation. But if they, they do, 
It should be like the funniest cadaver card. Like just something, like, I don't even know. Just a, a magic cadaver show getting or like knocked out by a klefki or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah, that'll do. Uh, so we'll see. All right. Well, uh, well, I don't know how to transition out of that one, so we'll just go to the next story. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Go Beyond is live. The big changes that came to the highly popular mobile app game are finally available for everyone to enjoy. Is anyone level uh, 50 yet? <laughs> uh, LOL. People are, some people are really working on it. I'm impressed. I like, like some people uh, yeah. like... It's like, you know, like I'll, I'll hop on the various Pokemon Go reddits and mm-hmm. like, you know, I'll, I'll see like somebody's like, here are, here are the level 48 requirements. I'm like, screw you, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I've now seen though is there's a lot of people who are like near that 40 mark who are very close to banking like best friends with a lot of people. And so they're yeah. just basically like waiting to f- figure out who those people are on their friends list. Because like I've, yeah. I'm like in a, in a local Pokemon Go group and everyone's like, does anyone know who this player is? Because they want to like pop a lucky egg and make, you know, best friends with, you know, the five people that they're very close to doing it with and just get yeah. a metric ton of... Uh, uh, of XP points, so you know, yeah, that, the the grind is on, and I, and I respect and yeah. I respect the heck out of it. The thing I I don't like is the are uh, the new or, or and I don't know maybe it's just because I'm only finding uh, one star raids for um, Esper, but like, are there is that all that exists, or are there like have you guys encountered higher level Esper? Oh, no, it's it's only it's only that uh, okay side side tangent. What the the hell was up with the uh, Esper marketing? The weird marketing behind that? It was was the weirdest thing. The fact that I saw Esper trending worldwide at one point, I was like, I had to like double check Twitter because I was like, why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, hold on. Let's back up. Let's give folks some context. So, what is it? Like, over the week, this past weekend, we got the Pokemon uh, Go Twitter account, like, just was tweeting out these random, like, Ooh, you know, some, you know, uh, a new Pokemon is kind of like they showed a pink egg or whatever. And there, there were like little hints, like uh, Esper's like um, uh, Pokemon number, which I'm forgetting offhand right now is, yeah, it was like flying in a banner across the, the background or whatever. And it was just like this whole song and dance just to announce that they, Esper is in the game in, in, in Rage. And it's only a one-star Raid. Somebody really likes Esper. And like uh, I, I side with that person because I too love Esper, but it was a bit overkill. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, a lot. I it was, was a lot. I I was wondering if like they were going to go and use like Esper to introduce like terrains or something, and that sure. was how because they're like, but no, it was just they they snuck in another Pokemon into into the thing, and and you know how I I, I don't understand how. Esper got like the the love when they also threw in Noibat into this whole thing, mm-hmm. and Noibat you know didn't get any coverage whatsoever. <laughs> it's like oh yeah, here's Noibat. Like Noibat's another like iconic Pokemon from Pokemon X and Y. You know it's 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 Noivern is if it gets better moves will be a better Pokemon to have in Pokemon Go, and like it's like an afterthought. I was like who, yeah. who I mean. I'm not going to question Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go does some really good marketing, and I did like this marketing in general. Like, you know, I thought the videos were cool. It felt like a little bit Fortnite-y, which you know, um, it, it, and it and it did it did cause Esper to trend because everyone was like, "Oh yeah, it's Esper." 
Like, what's going on here? I was just like, is there something more that I'm missing? And the answer is no. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more <laughs> that we were missing. No. There was nothing hidden. There were no I assume secrets. I assume everyone has an Esper? Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. I got Multiple it I got Espers? literally five minutes oh, yeah. after it got added to the game. Oh, yeah, for sure. It has been so interesting because on this text chain that I'm at, like the leader of it literally just had their first child. And I like was getting updates um, on Facebook from one of them. He was like, all right, well, the baby's coming in about an hour. So I think I can get a couple raids in. And I was like, I feel like you really, really need to be like diverting your priorities right now. But I don't know. His his girl's fine. So it works. But (laughs) I was like, "Ah, you have some explaining to do. So has besides Esper, has anybody actually gotten a Kalos Pokemon yet? Because no. I I, no. I see a couple like pop up on my radar, but uh, nothing has actually shown up yet here at the house. Nothing. Um, nothing. It, it has been a uh, interesting an interesting experience. Um, I'm by the way for those uh, keeping track at home, I'm up to four point two million on my quest to five million uh, XP Ooh. to get to level forty. So I'm on pace, he says. As is, I was like, "Oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> go and get my get my Pokemon catches in for this like 30 minute stretch." Um, yeah, but I like I I I've, I have been a fan of ha- what they did to go beyond. They made a lot of like minor changes that they didn't really publicize. Like people are complaining about like you know the lack of Kalos Pokemon and Kalos Celebration, which I agree with, but also. We went through the same thing when they did uh, the Innova and, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and there's some like weirdo, they're, they're still trying to work out the kinks, I think, on some of the spawning stuff because um, weather spawns are super, mm-hmm. super sensitive right now. Um, and I don't, don't get that at all. Um, but generally speaking, I'm, I've, I've actually been a big fan of what they did um, for mm-hmm. all of this. So... Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of cool little changes. Like, uh, uh, they, they did the, um, like, uh, not only did they increase XP, they made a couple of berries more useful. They increased Mm -hmm. the storage. Um, uh, they gave Stardust bonuses to a bunch of random Pokemon. Yep. Which is nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, we're going to take a... We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, I want Christian to go through, the, speaking of the Kalos Pokemon, which one people may want to get their hands on if they want some PvP. We'll talk about some uh, holiday gift ideas for the Pokemon fan in your life, Pokemon Fact of the Week, and then we'll get out of here when we get back. All right. We're running against the clock, Christian. But uh, who do who do people need to get if they're PvPing in Pokemon Go based off uh, with the new Kalos Pokemon? So the the two most useful Pokemon are uh, surprisingly Diggersby and Chestnut. Uh, Diggersby is actually like basically like budget Groudon for Great League, like uh, <laughs> like right down to it has the same like you know move set. Now that move set's not the most useful move set in Great League. Um, like, uh, but, you know, Diggersby is actually, it's, it's a very bulky Pokemon. Um, and, you know, ground types are, are a good uh, Pokemon to have, you know, in Great League. And it, it can take out a lot of, of the really the most popular Pokemon. It's like came out of nowhere. Um, Chestnut also um, has some like decent, uh, you know, is, would, will end up, you'll, you'll see it around in Great League. It's not going to be like a, ah, this one's a Pokemon that you definitely have to plan around. 
Um, but it's got some good coverage options. It's it's a it, because it's a grass slash fighting type. You know, it can slot in into that like you know, fighting Pokemon are good to have just because of the prevalence of dark type Pokemon and ice type Pokemon mm-hmm. and a few others. Uh, that are popular in those metagames. And so it, it's got a little bit of usage in both Great League and Ultra League. But really, Diggersby is the is the one that you want. And it's mm-hmm. it's it's really wild. Everyone was like, this Pokemon's actually pretty good. Like and and like Greninja is trash, which i I'm just like so disappointed by. I love yeah. Greninja and it is just it is it it is trash. I've it's seen weird so many of the Pokemon complain to, about that. Yeah, like, that, that's what I was going to say. Go ahead, Megan. Greninja's a huge... I mean, <laughs> obviously, I have a little bit of bias because I'm so plugged into the anime community, but Greninja is a massive... I mean, they put him as, like, one of the leads in Detective Pikachu. Like, like it has yeah. a very well-known presence. And for it to be as trashed as it is in PvP... He's in, he's in Pokemon Tournament, shocking. too. He's in, he's yeah. in Smash Brothers. It's like, shocking. It'd be like if they like dumped on Charizard. Like that's not gonna happen. So like it's very it. I was just like shocked when I saw how many people when they when they got Greninja were just like so taken we are, aback. We are starting the petition to uh buff Greninja. We need it. We need Greninja to just, be justice for <laughs> well, justice I don't, for Greninja. The the problem is is that the Greninja is so geared on uh towards attack. You know, yeah. it, it's and and that comes at the cost of it. It is very much a a a in the normal game. It is very much a glass cannon type Pokemon where yeah. it can mm-hmm. really beat the snot out of you. But once it takes a couple of hits, it's done. Um, and those type of Pokemon just don't really do well um, in the Pokemon Go format to the simplified stats and whatnot. Um, and also, it got some weird moves. Like it didn't get any of like the the really good um you know moves and uh you know people are like even when it gets you know it's it's community day move it's not going to be that Mm -hmm. great so yeah Mm -hmm. it's oh well oh well rape greninja uh all right uh let's get to some pokemon gifts christian actually put together a really awesome gift guide for the pokemon fan in your life uh but i know Mm -hmm. you know we've talked about it a little bit on the show a couple weeks ago right before black friday and all that um so let's get through uh you know let's want to talk about like you know are there things on your radar that you want to uh give to someone one thing that uh I will say, and it was just announced uh, earlier this week, that we are getting a f- official Pokemon Pokeballs. Uh, yes. That uh, Christian and I have very different opinions, and so I am curious to where you land on this one, Megan, mm. because to me, it looks like a it's just a glorified paperweight. It doesn't even open. The Pokeball no. doesn't. It doesn't even open. So I like, have pre- is, I pre-ordered it. I'm Did very you? excited. I pre-ordered it. I do think, I will say this, I do think it is expensive for what it is. So these little uh, replicas that basically like die cast, they have a mm. light in it. So like it shines around like if you've caught mm. a Pokemon and as you approach it and you put your hand near it, the light reacts in different kind of like pulsing patterns and stuff like that until you pick it up um but basically they're coming out the whole line of these for master ball great ball ultra ball they're they're doing them throughout the year for the pokemon anniversary uh it is 99 usd which is fairly expensive they sold out on amazon the pre-orders so quickly uh, i had to order it from elsewhere but um I really just want the original one. It's just just like a super really cool little Let's say, thing like, that i can who, have who's gonna collect them all uh not uh, me, not me uh, unless they go <laughs> on an extensive sale <laughs> yeah. unless they do like a bundle pack 
like once it's all over and it's like really discounted, uh, I can't afford that habit. <laughs> I, I, I do not pick up money as easily in real life as I do in Pokemon Sword and Shield. I don't just find pearl necklaces on the ground, uh, which would be great. But I think they're they're pretty neat. Uh, definitely not for kids. On the, oh, on the website yeah. it says, please do not throw the balls. <laughs> and I was like, I can't well, wait to see the reports the of broken windows, it. broken I, I did, Gosh, yeah. I did <laughs> yeah. straight up tell Jim because he was being obnoxious when the snows broke. I'm like, I'm going to drive down to Nashville. I'm going to chuck one of these at your back. <laughs> oh my God. Like that's legitimately could be a weapon. Yeah. Uh, okay. well, it's, a, it's a big metal ball. It's, it is. Yeah. It is a big metal ball painted like a Pokeball. That's just what, what a great final thing to see though. Just hurling towards your face. <laughs> um, so yeah, this- that's for, that's definitely for the collector in your life. Who's not going to just unlike Hoffer and I throw things at uh, people around us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're selling out quick. I mean, maybe by the time this, you are listening to this listeners, it will be gone. Hopefully there's, there's still some you can get, but mm-hmm. yeah, they went out on Amazon so fast. Yeah, right. that, I'm not. I'm not super shocked. Although they'll probably have more because you know I've oh, actually, yeah. I've actually found that Amazon is a great place to get. Like, yeah, I, I have a few websites that I usually get collectibles from, and Amazon's kind of my last resort. But like, I, I've yeah. got like a uh, an Edelgard figure um, mm-hmm. from Fire Emblem, and like she was sold out everywhere, and Amazon actually had it at retail price. I was like. Oh, okay. I, I <laughs> if you insist, <laughs> I will take this. <laughs> um, but yeah, as, as far as other Pokemon gifts go, I have gotten uh, a couple already, which I cannot say because I have family and friends who do listen to this podcast and they will know immediately. <laughs> but one thing that I did consider getting um, was several of the Ditto plushes. I know I've talked about mm. that before from the Pokemon company. Uh, those things are just adorable and I want them for myself. Uh, They're very, very cute. If you have little kids who like just carrying around little plushes or, you know, 20 plus year old adults who have collection issues. <laughs> 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 it's also great. It's also great. Yeah, that's a great rec. Christian, what, what's your, what, what's your like ease, your must have? So... Like, since since this is a holiday, like so, right now, if you go to the Pokemon Center, they're they're starting to post all their holiday stuff. So, mm-hmm. like literally last night, I went and bought. Um, not only did, did, you, I, did you get your trains, uh, I they, the the trains have not come out yet uh, okay. for whatever reason. Although we did pull that out of storage, it, it it was really funny because we we decorated our house for Christmas and like way too much of our Christmas decorations is Pokemon themed. Um, I feel that I feel but, that on a deep level. Uh, but uh, Darcy and I bought uh, Christmas sweaters. They have some really, really adorable Pokemon Christmas sweaters um, at, at the Pokemon Center. Um, I, I, I really think that those are, are going to be like a great, you know, those those are great gifts. Like, you know, and, and you know, doofy Christmas sweaters are always like in style. Um, and especially as they, you know, as more and more people embrace the ugly Christmas sweater trend um there they have some really cute ones um so yeah that 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 is my pick um of like you know what if you need a pokemon gift and you need to like you know something something quick that that is a really good one to get is you know a a pokemon sweater people are a lot of people are going to like those Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um my rec 
I'll get to you in a second, but I just went to the Pokemon Center site to just kind of see what else they have. And I am destroyed at the fact that the Galarian Ponyta Sparkling Friendships plush is out of stock because my daughter would go nuts for that. And I, it is so freaking cute. So anyway. I'm really yeah, upset please. that we're now talking about this because I just went on the Pokemon Center website and in the time Hopper started speaking, I have added three things to my <laughs> Unfortunately, they have released a new Eevee Funko figure uh, that's yeah. Holiday Eevee and I am honestly trying to just keep myself together and composed. <laughs> that is my Christmas gift to myself this year. My, uh, my, my wreck, and it's, it's, it's the perfect stocking sucker and it's always stocking stuffer and it's always kind of my go-to is, uh, and I, I, I've talked about them before, those um, Wicked Cool Toys slash Jazzwares, like mm-hmm. mini, mini figures. Um, I just, I, they're, they're sturdy. They're, um, you know, they're in great, po- like playable poses. Like I, I used to hate like kind of those, um, uh, standard you know mm-hmm. like like the poses that are just like weird that aren't like you know that you c- couldn't do anything with like they're all very cool poses um and and like i said like i i remember trying to collect all the 151 as a as a kid having to resort to having to buy some japanese import ones because mm-hmm. they just never made their way to the states or i couldn't find them or whatever so um now like the, there there's a ton of those i love them um Definitely check, definitely check those out. There is also something a bit more Christmas specific. Uh, I do love a good Pikachu in a costume, and there is a very adorable small Pikachu plush in a like very plush Christmas sweater kind of thing going on there, and he is uh, he's very cute. So, yes. uh, all right. So with that, those are some of our uh, holiday recs for some last minute gift ideas for you, Christian. Let's get the Pokemon fact of the week, and let's get out of here. So, Mr. Rhyme, we've, we've, we've talked a little bit about Mr. Rhyme and his weirdness <laughs> yes. on yes. here. Uh, he's, yes. you know, and I, this is one of those things where it, it, it seems really obvious in hindsight. He's based off Charlie Chaplin. Oh, yeah. I definitely get that vibe. Like, Charlie, yeah, Chaplin, I, Charlie Chaplin's from the UK. He's, he's, one of, mm-hmm. he's one of Great Britain's most favorite sons, and... They he was immortalized in, in the in Pokemon games. He's See, he's a I, Pokemon. I never put two and two together because I did not realize Charlie Chaplin was from the UK. Me neither. I did not yeah. know he was from the UK. It's not <laughs> like I really listened to his voice a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> nor have I seen any documentary on him apparently. Wow. I had on that one just went right over my head. But no, I definitely can get that. Yeah. I mean wow. he's, he's Charlie Chaplin Pokemon clones all over the UK. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, it, it's it's really funny because like you know all the other like you know facts about Mister Mister Mime, it's all mainly you know like I, I think the last I think we have covered this before, but I'll, I'll toss this one in as a bonus book fact of the week. You know, uh, Mister, we we we've talked about Mister Mime now has five fingers when he originally had four, and the reason why you guys mm. you guys remember that book fact? Of the yes. Week, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so if if you're if you have not listened to our entire backlog, I'll give you one for free. Um, Mr. Mime, they had to add a finger because having four fingers is a sign of being involved with the yakuza, uh, which is the uh, Japanese organized crime. Um, you know, they they cut off the top part of a finger to um, as a way of making recompense for uh, screwing up something. Uh, so you know, uh, having missing a finger or having four fingers is often associated 
with uh with with uh the yakuza and when that connotation uh when people start complaining about it they they chucked on an extra finger to mr mime so um yeah yeah nice. so, you know but yeah mr and mr mime's hands vibrate that's the other thing he's got yeah i was just hands. i was just reading that it was talking about like uh for the for the entry in sword and shield for the galarian mr mime or mr rhyme it was saying that its hands evolutionarily have just grown larger to enhance its <laughs> pantomiming skills. And I'm like, that's a really disconcerting notion. Like how, because evolutionarily speaking, that means Mr. Mimes with smaller hands are just cold before they can reproduce. They like what's into- happening? <laughs> pantomiming not good enough? Do they just like cut off your hands and just let you pee? Like I'm very, I have a lot of questions about how this works. They get I'm not sure models. I want the answers. They get into my um, and the ones with smaller hands, you know, get like, you know, like thrown out into the unforgiving winter. And that's how we got Galarian, Mr. Mime. Was, oh my gosh, know, they got like shipped off like... to the, oh no, they just got <laughs> shipped off. Oh, I'm very uncomfortable now with Pokemon again. Oh, that's the trend with this podcast. Though. Uh, sure is. I love it. Yeah, I love, I love, love when we can put two and two together like that. <laughs> yep, that's how we got it. Mr. Mime uh, Rebellion. All right. Uh, I, I did want to do something really quick because I know we know Megan's got to go, but it's been a while since we have read some uh, reviews on the show. Oh, uh, I always and, have time and, for reviews. And we have gotten and we have gotten a few. So if you head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Um, as soon as we're back in the office, we will get you uh, you know, a, a comicbook.com t-shirt. Um, or, you know, like I said, as, as soon as we're, we're back in there. Um, so uh, this one is uh, from Townie, uh, 1715. Every Poke fan needs to listen. I'm so glad I stumbled across this podcast. I love Pokemon, and it's very clear that the podcast hosts do as well. They are very knowledgeable, and I agree with the majority of their opinions, except for Christians. His hatred towards Squirtle and is one of pure jealousy because he knows that Bulbasaur will never get the same kind of love. It's also very disappointed with the hatred towards Jolteon. If you've never actually played with Jolteon, you would know that the combination of speed and special attack is way more viable than any other of the evolutions. While his opinions wow. may be poor, the random weird facts at the end of the episodes are great. Keep up the great work, and I'm looking forward to more episodes. Wow. Uh, first of all, First of all, I there's appreciate only appreciate you, but whoa. <laughs> no, I love there is it. only there is only one Pokemon that is number one, and that is Bulbasaur. It's 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 literally a fact. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's there's no there's it, it cannot be argued against. So I, I dismiss your opinions out of hand for that. No, but thank you for the nice. thank you for the kind words. We we, we, we I appreciate I appreciate I really appreciate those kind words. He, he, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, I want to get I want to get two more, and then we'll and then we'll uh, we'll get going. This one is from Skeptical-Loki. Really fun and informative. Just started listening because my ten year old mentioned uh, my it was something my ten year old mentioned. I started playing Pokemon when it first came out, and admittedly, I was in, uh, <laughs> and admittedly I was in college. Started getting the cards and playing. I listened to several podcasts that are D and D based uh, and in the Pokemon world. This show helps me keep me abreast of what's going on in the uh, world of Pokemon, which in turn helps me make sure that I understand what my oldest boy is saying. Plus, it's just fun to uh, to listen to and gives me ideas for birthdays, how to play games with my kids, and ideas for Pokemon Go. So, thank you, Skeptical Loki. Yes. Uh, and this and this next one, uh, look, a pun will always get us. Uh, get me every time from uh, 14 Mudkip 14 headline amazing I tried to come up with a complaint but nothing happened every time you, if you leave a pun it gets right every time 
<laughs> wow. That that was a good one. Those uh, are all great. No, even, right, even the jab at Vaporeon is acceptable. <laughs> I'll I'll take it because I know Vaporeon's strong enough to take it. There you go. All right, folks, really do appreciate you spending some time with us this week. We'll be here same time, same place next week. And if you're watching along on Twitch, hit that follow button because like I said, there's a good chance we're probably going to do this, start doing the show live. And then that's when things get really crazy. Get ready, Christian. All right. Surprise. <laughs> on the show. Uh, if you uh, want to get in touch with us on Twitter at uh, Pokemon pod CB or at Jim Viscardi is where you can find me. You can find me on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. And I am at Seahoffer Seabus. I'm going to give a shout out uh, to our producer, Rich, uh, Rich Adams, who is on. He's on, but you Rich. don't hear him, but he's the one who makes the show possible. So I want to give uh, Rich a shout out this week for sure. All right, folks. Catch you next week. See you later. Thank you.